Good morning. It's really appropriate when you have songs that are going to lift up Jesus. It's really appropriate when you have a congregation that's going to even lift them higher. Because it's all about him. There's nothing greater than for a minister to get up and talk about the, the power that's in the name and the glory that's in the name and the salvation that's in the name. But it's all about Jesus. And uh, as I was preparing this message, uh, I think about the times we live in, where we're at, and uh, we're in a very unique time frame. Everyone in this room has been born for this time. Now, I don't know if anybody could have argued with their mom about getting born again. I don't know how that would happen about being born into this realm. I got born here and I and went for a number of years. I didn't think I wanted to be here until I found Christ. But Jesus Christ is the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the blessed and only potentate, the eternal, immortal, anointed one. Christ, the Messiah, the chosen one, the Lamb of God, the glory of God, the Word of God, the only begotten of the Father, Emmanuel. Son of man, son of God, wonderful counselor, everlasting father, the power of God, the wisdom of God, the only wise God, prince of peace, redeemer, chief shepherd, great shepherd of the sheep, great high priest, universal head supreme of the church, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, I don't know how you could sit in your chair after you heard that. I don't know how people can sit and hear about the glory of God when David ran and danced in front of the ark or the covenant. And people sit and they want to get up and move at times. But to think, what am I going to do if other people think about it? What are they going to do? Judge me? Well, you've already been judged and set free by God. But I have been in services where the Spirit of God would move and people grieve Him when they don't do what they're supposed to do. That ain't me. (laughs) You know, it's interesting that the Bible in the New Old Testament, God called them stiff-necked how many times? Stiff-necked. I'm not one of those. I'm not a religious Pharisee. I'm a mover in the Spirit. I want to do what He wants me to do. And I don't know what's going to happen in this service. If you see me run across the tables, just wave at me when I go. <laughs> but I'm not going to let people dictate to me, it says, we're to, we're to, we're to please God, not man. Yes. And it's so important that we do that because on Tuesday of this week, In prayer with Pastor John, God changed him and took him higher. God added to John Neitzel today, on, on Tuesday. Now he wants to give it to you. But if you're stiff necked and the Holy Spirit comes around and says, I want to give you more, and you say, No, I don't want it, he'll move on. I'm just, that, that's the truth. Jesus Christ is the supreme commander of the church. 
Now get this, this is a revelation, not you. I said, that's a revelation. You may be able to put the brakes on what you believe, but God wants freedom for the church. He wants to take this congregation higher, further than its bid. And now I'm I'm ready to go. I want to do more than that. We'll see what happens because God wants to give today what John got on Tuesday. Because the people need to follow the leader. Ten didn't and two wanted to. Is there more than two in here? I pray so. I'm sitting in my chair and I'm saying, God, you can't get on me any heavier because I'll fall out right in a chair. But I marvel at, at humans. Because in the spirit realm, it's uniquely different with God than it is with us. I've got an outline today, and I'm going to be quoting some scripture here. And I'm going to be starting in, the, in uh, Matthew chapter 3, verse 3. And I always lay the groundwork with the scripture. Because what we're going to hear at the beginning now, a person can get up and, and minister. If you're looking at the person, you listen to need to the voice of what he's saying, because here it's going to declare in verse 3, of, the, of Matthew chapter 3, For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, one, a voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way. Anybody that gets up here just got a voice. If you're looking at people when they get up here, if you're looking at them and there may be gifts that come out of the individual, but where do the gifts come from? Do you think he gets them out of a box of Wheaties? Oral Roberts was getting ready to preach one time, and God said to him, I don't want you laying hands on anybody. And he said, why? He says, because they got their eyes on you, Oral, and not on me. There's a great mistake in the body of Christ. I come from a big church uh, out of living word where everybody that was somebody that preached there and somebody come in and somebody come up to me and say, you know, I got sickness. I need to have you talk to Brother Hagen and lay hands on me. And I said, no, you don't need that. You got the word of God. Brother Hagen don't want to talk to you. You got the word of God. It's the voice of God. It's the power of God. Any minister that gets in the pulpit and thinks there's somebody big, they need to examine their heart because there's only one big one. It's Christ. He's the hope of glory. He's the power of salvation. He's the truth, the way, and the life. And where God wants to take this church is into the deeper place to conquer, to conquer over darkness, to keep moving in Him, through Him, for only the power comes in that name. Demonstrations of the power with spirit, by the Spirit of God are through Him and by Him. And I will point out it says that in Scripture. It's funny when somebody gets in the pulpit and their head is bigger than the room. Well, you may not like to hear it, but it's the truth. 
Because it's all about this church moving with the Spirit of God and not being a personal thing or somebody heaping anything on to them. It's about moving with the Spirit. They moved with the cloud. They moved with the fire. We move with the Holy Ghost and things changed. And they're going to continue to change here. There's some people in this room and the congregation, we're willing, we're willing to cross the Jordan into the promised land. A lot of times with the gift of evangelism, you get a lot of power real quick. I can't do, I can't manufacture it. I can't get it anywhere. It comes from God. It comes all from God. But he said he was preparing the way. This church is in the preparation time. We're preparing the way. No one knows the day or the hour, but this church is in preparation time. This church has got a calling on it to keep winning souls throughout from Solemn Springs to Prescott. And we're going to go out a hundred miles each way. And as it unfolds, more power is needed. More provision is needed. He said, do it. He'll give the rest. I was ready to do it yesterday, but he said he's not going to do it that quick. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse 17. It's interesting how the Holy Spirit, you know, lays out through the scriptures of what's next on uh, uh, for, for the church. It's interesting. You see me on the outside, but I'm shaking on the inside because I know I got something special from God for you. Verse 17 of 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. One, one uh, scripture says, we, we use not liberty for, for an occasion to the flesh. But this liberty is a golden one. It is a holy one. The scripture says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, from Matthew. But we walk with open face, beholding the, as in a glass the glory of the Lord. Now listen carefully, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. One translation says, we are transfigured, ever increasing in the splendor into his own image. From grace to grace we're going. That means empowered at this level, and there's another power that we'll step into. Has the move of the 80s and the 90s stopped? I've been in services where people have been laid out on the floor. I've been people in places where people have run. They would have run on the ceiling. They would have run on the walls because God was being manifested in a way that touched the flesh that was so important that people need to obey. And God wants that happening here as he wills. You know, when Michael seen her husband dancing in front of the ark, she called him a fool. And what happened to her? She was barren. 
I don't want to be, I'm going to keep moving with God. I'm not out to please man, I'm out to please God. And we're moving from glory to glory from this, from this place, this today. God wanted this declared because when Pastor John says move, we need to move. Because he's being led by the Spirit. We need to follow that. Well, you can hear people, I don't like to do that. I do. And I'm going to. John chapter 14, verse 11 through 17. Now, the Bible says everything is established by the Word of God. And I want to make sure I get my scripture right? John chapter 14, verses 11 through 17. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me that the very works sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Greater works than he shall be, he do, because I go unto the Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Do you know him? Because knowing him, that means you'll obey him. Knowing him means that when he says to you, you need to do this and you need to do that, you're going to do it. I serve my wife. When she asks me to do something, I do it. I, I want to be quick with God, too, to do the same way. When I hear and I know he wants me to do something, I do it. John fifteen twenty six. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Because really the one that's guiding everything that's going on here is the Holy Spirit in the Word. It's the Holy Spirit in the Word. Remember, you hear my voice, but it's God because it's the scriptures that are being given to you. And who is the scripture? God. Jesus. Jesus said, I am the word. Interesting. One time I led this professional wrestler to the Lord. And I've never seen anybody in this congregation as big as him. He played in the USFL. His name was John Nord. Wrestled on television, throwing people on through windshields. Big guy, I mean, 23-inch arms. I mean, a huge man. He had so much pride in him that he couldn't get over. He couldn't make it over to serve God. One day I was on the street on Thomas in, uh, in St. Paul in Western, 
and I was walking into a housing project that is run by the Presbyterian Church, and he had come back from Japan, and he had been wrestling against Andre the Giant and all these big guys, and we walked in, and there was a hundred Hmong kids in a gang fight there. And they had hatchets and baseball bats and nunchucks, and they were going at it. And I walked in by the power of God. I walked in and there was a Toyota pickup truck and there was a man curled up in the bed of the pickup truck, a Hmong kid, and he was being beaten. Now I got six foot six guy standing behind me that was shaking in his boots because there was a gang fight. And I'm walking through and I yelled, Jesus sent me. And everything just, they just quit fighting. And it was real interesting because this article was in the winner's way at Living Word about this gang fight. So I walk over to the pickup truck and I'm, and I say to the young guy that's uncurling from the fetal position, I said, Jesus sent me. I had a vision earlier in the day that I was supposed to be here and I preached Christ onto him and the other gang members are standing there and they, and they watched him. He confessed Jesus as Lord and got born again. God saved him. God sent me. God did it all. And you gotta, you gotta catch this revelation. God's gonna do it all here. Interesting, I went back a couple nights later and the one boy said to me, one of the young Hmong kids said, if you hadn't have done what you did, we were ready to start shooting each other. That's the power of God. That's the power of the Holy Spirit working. John chapter 16, verse 13. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he'll guide you into all truth. He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. We agree that things need to be shown here. Things are coming. Things are being loose for this congregation. Things are being imparted into the room right now. You may not feel it because it's spiritual, but if you're open to the Spirit of God, He's going to take you further than you've ever been before, give you more knowledge than you've had before, and He's going to direct your life better, and you'll be a greater Christian. You'll be more on fire for God because you won't look like you. You'll look like God. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He was the express image of Christ. I'd like to blow up at the pulpit. What a way to go. What a way to go to have God so much on you, you just disintegrate. You and Claudia have been full of it. Full of the power. You've seen it over and over. And you've been in services where they've been so dead, it was like walking in a graveyard. Prayerfully, hopefully, it will be all over and we'll go further with them. And get out of religion and get into Christ. Amen. 
The further we go in him, the greater the power will be. Leave your brain at home and bring your heart to church. It's almost like I hear the Holy Spirit saying, just give them, burn, give them, and if they receive it, they receive it. If they don't, you've done the best you can do. First Corinthians chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. And 12. Verse 7, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. That means the manifestation that comes through an individual is to be given away. It's him manifesting out of, out of human flesh. Him manifesting through humans that will get in the pulpit, and when they, when they hear from him, they'll do what he wants done. Conflict resolution between God and man has been going on ever since Adam and Eve made a decision to turn and, and, and commit treason against God. He's been reconciling over and over in the Old Testament. They'd serve for 40 years, get false idols, serve other gods, and all of a sudden uh, God moves away from them. They have another generation. It's over and over and over. But in this dispensation, we're the temple of the living God. We have, we're, we're the temple. That's where he lives. I said to these little kids out on the street after they had received Jesus, I said, you can look down and talk to your stomach and say, how are you doing in there, Holy Spirit? <laughs> little kids laugh at me. We can talk to us. That's where he's living. He's living inside of you. You don't need to run to church, you need to run to Christ. Even though the church is a wonderful place, if you've got a problem and it's 2 o'clock in the morning, you can stand in the parking lot all night long, but you, all you got to do is talk to your stomach. Talk to God. Verse 11. This is really a central verse of what I'm saying about here because it tells you how and what is going to happen by the Holy Spirit. But all these worketh, and we're talking about the nine gifts, all these worketh by the one and self-same Spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. One of the things about the Holy Spirit, he's always wanting to demonstrate the power of Christ. Always. The problem is you got a bunch of people that don't want to see it or hear it. And I don't believe that this is this group. This group here needs to move with the Spirit. You need to move with the Word of God, trust the Word of God, because that's the ultimate place where it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on understanding.
You know, uh, Monday night it rained, but on Tuesday we made a decision to go to the street, and we went over into off of Robert Street in South St. Paul, me and Wayne and Patty and, and Mary, and we went into this uh, housing project. There's predominantly a lot of Muslims living there. And me and Mary walked up to these three people that are standing in one of the part of the place. And uh, when I'm doing uh, street evangelism, the number one thing that I walk in is the love of God. It's nothing more powerful, nothing more pure, nothing can match because God is love. And I started sharing my testimony with three uh, people standing there about having been in prison, about God changing me, about, uh, about how wonderful God is. And these three strangers, they're all talking to me. And we had a family reunion of people we never met before. One had tattoos all over her chest and all over her, all everywhere. And I was talking to them. Uh, there's, there, there, I can't even explain to you how this falls on, on them. And they're talking to us. And there's one man and two women. And it's just this uh, discourse of love and kindness going on between me and Mary and these three people because of unity in the Spirit with the bond of peace. It is the love of God being manifested out of us because He shed a, the love of God abroad in our heart. It should be the number one co- thing that comes out of you. If you're being squeezed, love should come out, not anger, not the flesh. It should be God Almighty that comes out of you, not religion. If you look like a Pharisee, you need to change and look like Jesus. You need to have this power working out of you because it's all about bringing more people into the kingdom. The manifestation of the Spirit. It's, it's there to profit with all, but the manifestation works as He wills. I can't dial it up. I can't say to the Lord, I need to, I need to be able to get up in this congregation and I'll give some words of wisdom, words, words of knowledge. It's going to come as He wills. Amen. But I'm open. I'm open. My heart is open. First Thessalonians chapter one. Verse 19. God spoke to me. He said, you give him this scripture. In my heart, I didn't hear it audible. I got a direction to go from the word. Only you know what's going on inside of you. You think. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do out of Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 19 says something very unique. It says, quench not the spirit. Isn't that what it says? Quench not the spirit. What does it mean to quench? Well, some other translation means it says stifle, extinguish, stifle the voice. Do not stifle the utterance of the Holy Spirit. 
do, do not stifle the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Interesting. Because by stifling, you really mess with the move. The spies that come by back with the report that there was that giants in the land, and one of or whoever made the dec declaration said to the congregation, "You know, we're grasshoppers." Isn't that what was said? And being grasshoppers, they never stepped into the move because they believed the voice of negative. I'd like to, how many believe, people in here believe that in Acts chapter 2, it says when the Holy Spirit's going to be poured out on all flesh, that that's not accurate? Because we're in the midst of the preparation for the pouring out of the Holy Spirit. And there's going to be more move of Him, more power of Him, more exhibited by Him, more interface with those who will not quench the Spirit, but will move with the Spirit. Glory to God. I don't know. Dear demonstrations of the Spirit with power. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Wow. Wow. There's a move, there's something happening in the room right now in a sense of what God wants to do. And, and you know what's interesting? He said, just do it. Glory to God! Glory to God! Glory to God! Look at it, 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 and go because you've just seen a demonstration of the Spirit. I see people, what was that? I wasn't running through the airport. I'm here at church. And he said, run! And it won't be the last time in this church. It's just the beginning. And there's other manifestations that he wants done here that will set the captive free. Woo! Glory to God. Woo! We're having church. <laughs> Glory to God, damn. Glory to God. To God be the glory for great things He has done. You're a great thing that He has done. He has saved you. He has ordained you. He's called you for such a time as this. Don't resist the Spirit of God. Yield to Him. Go home and swing from the trees in your yard. People will come and want to know what's happened to you. Catch it. You know... There's a catcher behind in baseball that's got a big mitt, and he catches. You need to catch. Say, Lord, I catch this in my heart today. I catch it. 
I catch it. What you've done in the past is not what's in the future. It's not about politics. The world is going to get darker and darker. What we see right now happening is not, it's going to get worse. But in the church, the power. In the church, it's going to be power. And it is here. Unity. We need to pull together. We need to be together. We need to be together. As a congregation, we need to press right in there with the pastor. When he said, we're going to take this city, we're going to do that city, we're going to do it. Just follow the pastor. The pastor's hearing from God. The pastor's being regulated by God. The pastor's being directed by God. The pastor's listening to God. Woo! Glory to God. Quickly. Anybody that wants more, it says that, that we can be keep being filled with the Spirit. In Ephesians, it says it's over and over and over. A constant filling of the Holy Spirit. Going back to John Nord for a second, the, the professional wrestler. He says to me one day, I will never get in line and nobody's ever going to knock me down. All this stuff where people are falling on the floor, it's, it's just phony, Vern. So one day he had a problem. He got up in line and there was a minister at the church and I watched John Nord, the guy lifted his way up here in his head and he touched him on and he hit the ground. And he got up like this and he yelled at me, Who hit me, Norton? And I said, the Holy Ghost punched you out. <laughs> There's men with that type of attitude that they're not going to, uh, oh, I'm too big, I'm, I'm this, I'm, that's all, that's all junk, that's all flesh. If you hear it, now, it's not going to take a lot of time to lay hands on people because the Holy Ghost is power. I, you know, it's interesting how people come along. It's not about prophets here. It's about going higher. It's about receiving this change that got us. We're going from glory to glory. If you want to have more, you need to come forward and line up because I'm going to lay hands on you along with Wayne and Patty. You need to be prepared. So I'd like to have them come forward. And Mary, you can just sit. But if you want more, if you want another addition to you, who you are by God, not by man, not by me and Wayne and Patty, not by anybody else, but by, by the moving of the Spirit, come forward in Jesus' name. And you can line up all across here. Ushers will take care of you. People, this is important. Open your hearts now to the direction here that for the God has got you in and expect more. The Bible says He'll do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. If you fall on the ground, 
just lay there for a couple of days. <laughs> God wants to bless you. God loves you so much that he's doing this for you. For, for the growth of the church. For the direction of the church. For Jesus Christ. We thank you, God. Now we lift up our hearts to you in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, for more in Jesus' name. More, more power. More, 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 more. In the name of more, more, more. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. More, 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 more. More, more, Jesus, Jesus, more. In Jesus' name, more. In Jesus' name, more. In Jesus' name, more. Wow! Whoa! When His Spirit gets to moving, let Him move. When somebody gets in the pulpit, pull in the gift of him or her. Drain them. Get from them. And it will bless God. Father, the Bible says we're to pray, pay double honor to those leaders. Father God, this congregation pays double honor to Dan Dennison and Claudia Dennison for the gift that they brought into the church, for the gifts they've left in the church, for the gifts they will be imparted in the future. But as a congregation, as a church, as part of your body, we honor them and we say happy birthday, Dan Dennison, in Jesus' name.